Hello and welcome to the Inspire Your Life podcast series. I am your host, Arthi Rabikrisun, and I am the founder and MD of Prerna Advisory, based in South Africa. My philosophy and that of my business is to inspire others to make step changes that changes their lives purposefully and productively. Therefore, I coach, consult, capital raise and partner with all you crazy, beautiful people in the world to make that happen. My guest on the show today is Nelani Govender. Nelani is an experienced business development executive in the South African investments management industry. And she balances the demands of a difficult industry with being a mom, other family responsibilities, as well as finding ways to personally grow and challenge herself. Nelani is a good friend of mine, and I want to welcome her to the show today. Nels, thanks for, for joining me today. Thank you very much, Aarti. It's an absolute pleasure to be chatting with you today. Oh, no, the pleasure is mine. But, you know, I know you so well and in a lot of detail, but I think for the benefit of our listeners, let's get to know Nelani a little bit more. So tell us a bit more about yourself. Well, Aarti, like you, um, I'm from Natal, um, specifically from the Natal Midlands. Um, I grew up in a middle class home where my parents taught me that you don't achieve anything in life without any hard work and effort. So mm-hmm. they work six days a week to provide for their family. Um, after finishing school at Howick Secondary, I studied a commerce degree at the University of Natal. Um, I was in the Peter Marisburg uh, campus. I know that you were in the Durban campus. Mm-hmm, um, that's right. So I've been a Johannesburg resident since 2004 when I started my career in the retirement fund industry and asset management. Um, And it is now 16 years later where I find that I'm still enjoying being in the industry Mm -hmm. and I'm also maintaining a happy household with um, my husband of 11 years and our two gorgeous but very busy kids. (laughs) I I enjoy baking with my kids um, and I'm a strong supporter of alternative medicine. Um, Mm -hmm. I use Veda all the way through to the use of aromatherapy and all natural ingredients in ensuring a healthy mind and body. Oh, wonderful. I mean, that's that's a whole host of different things there, Nels. But maybe, you know, and, and I love all of those elements. Um, so maybe let's let's go to specifically the the role that you find in in the corporate sphere. So tell us more about your business development role in the asset management industry. I mean, what is what is business development? Um, when you compare to pure sales, which is what most people know of, you know, is it this one and the same? Maybe give us a bit more insights from your side. Yes, um, Azi, I think I think you agree with me when I say that the role of a business development professional is highly underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having been in this mm-hmm. industry yourself for many years, mm-hmm. um, and have and and having been very good at it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. It requires a very dynamic personality, someone who can think on their feet to changing circumstances in both their own organization that they represent, as well as the target client base that they are looking to service. So the role is not just about accumulating assets or making the sale. Mm -hmm. The sale is made after many years of doing a few things, right? The first one is 
building relationships in the industry in order to gain insight into the needs of the retirement fund client base mm-hmm. and the people who provide them with advice. You need to understand what they need. And you also need to understand the environment that they are operating in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about building credibility, your own personal brand as a person. Right. And you build this credibility by demonstrating knowledge of the products you represent, as well as the regulatory and economic environment, um, which impacts the client's decision-making process. Um, There is no start or end to these two requirements. It's an ongoing process. And Mm. the best business development executives are those who persevere, continue to learn, and acquire the knowledge necessary to remain ahead of the pack. And it is a highly competitive environment, as as you're aware, and yeah. only the strongest survive and only mm-hmm. the strongest win that mandate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've mentioned so many aspects there, Nels, and thanks so much for for sharing that um, from from the technical knowledge to the relational capital that you have to build to the changing demands and the fluidity of the environment of the of the customer, who in this case, in your case, is the retirement fund Um um, incumbents as well. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot to be considered um, in yes. that. And and obviously, you know, given what's happened in 2020 with COVID, um, I'm sure that's impacted your work and even your family balance. You know, what have been some of the negative aspects around that? Yes. Um, look, it's it's been a challenging year. Um, I'm a people person and, yeah. you know, being around people energizes and motivates me. Um, so it was very difficult figuring out how to continue to build on my client relationships, to continue to work on my deal pipeline, um, mm-hmm. and also work with my support system, who yeah. used to be at the office at their desks, you know, waiting for me to come and have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, the MD of our business, the chief investment officer, all the way through to the respective investment professionals with whom I've worked very closely um, as part of my sales strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... To further complicate matters, um, I was left at home with two kids, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, who both mm-hmm. needed online schooling. Right. So found myself juggling diaries between myself, my work priorities, and my spouse yeah. in order to ensure that everyone was on the right team's meeting at the right time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, for the first few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I think everyone can attest to that. Yeah. And this was only perfected probably by August this year after much discomfort within the family unit. Um, <laughs> however, I must give credit to my employer, Ash Burton, who have been very flexible um, and enabling to all their mm-hmm. staff during this challenging year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sure, to, to try and get that right, in, even even in August, I think is is a massive feat. So well done to the family and the support structures. And I mean, you mentioned how much it became. So at any point, did you sort of think, oh, this is too much to handle? Um, I, I don't know how to do this. What were some of the thoughts going in your head? Yes, I did. Um, I mean, what we've experienced as a collective is the end of the world as we knew it. Right. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily a bad thing. And that's what I figured out. So okay. we spent the last nine months figuring out what the new normal is. So mm-hmm. we've been creating the new normal with every day that passes. If you think about it, um, mm-hmm. it has been a very stressful time in my life where I've had to adapt very quickly to big change. Yeah. Um, and we've worked as a team, you know, both at the office 
and in my personal life to put in place a new routine for the family, um, for for the work environment, um, which is now working really well. Um, okay. I'm almost anxious um, to get back to the offices again. Um, I've changed as a person. Will I be able mm-hmm. to pick up where I left off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in February this year? Um, I believe I have, and um, okay. I think I've changed for the better. Okay. And we'll unpack that a bit more. As we go. go. okay, no, that's great. I mean, just the fact that that you've gotten into that sort of stability and that and the ground and I mean, voicing the anxiousness as well around what's to come potentially going back to the office. I mean, that's that's interesting to, to know. And I mean, obviously, when times were going tough as well. You probably had a few things running in the back of your mind to sort of say, you know what, we will get through this. I mean, was it, was there something that like a mantra or or a motto that ha- that kept you going during that time? It was my meditation. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so you know, moving more towards the alternative healing, the Ayurveda, yes. um, it's it's been very helpful in that it's allowed me to leverage other aspects of life to be able to cope. Okay. Um, in this difficult situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And possibly taking a little bit more um, support from that, isn't it? Because you're, you're finding a little bit more healing and balance as a result yes, of yes, doing yes. it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so the support of my husband and the kids, um, yeah. the kids were thrilled to have both parents at home, um, to have breakfast with them, to do mm-hmm. lunch with them, to take them to the mm-hmm. park during lunch. Yeah. Um, so during the first three months when the country was in complete lockdown, I was able to focus on the family unit a lot more. Um, right. I watched both my kids grow a year older um, right in front of me. And mm-hmm. and that is something that would never have happened if I had been in the work environment mm-hmm. um, as we knew it, as I mentioned yeah. earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Corporate South Africa required us all to be at the office between eight and five as a minimum um, and many of us work longer hours than that. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, that's 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 a big positive in terms of what's transpired from the family unit. Has there been other positive opportunities as a result of COVID? So, look, if there has been a big increase in my productivity. Right? Okay. Um. So, I think. Firstly, the cut down in driving time has been very useful. It's been a big time saver. Of course. Um, And I underestimated the amount of time spent commuting between work, school and client meetings. Yeah. Um, So Microsoft Teams became a very useful application. And I think it's probably the most useful application for 2020 (laughs) Um, and has allowed us all face to face time with the industry, with our employers, with our client base. It's allowed us to conduct presentations to clients as well as present pitches to boards of trustees, both in South Africa and in foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of these have led to success for me and the team at Ashburton. So I've continued to be successful in my role. Um, however, I've become more efficient and more productive. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's absolutely wonderful to hear. Um, and I mean, it sounds as if you will find ways to capitalize on these opportunities going forward, even if you have to be back in the office. Huh? Yes, definitely. Mm, OK. And if we look at it from the personal development side, then um, how has the, the pandemic actually impacted 
your growth and development in that space? So I've learned work-life balance, right? Um, I think previously, you know, being in the old structure of eight to five and you work extra hours because you have a lot more to get done within that time. Um, I've, I've become more efficient and I've also struck a good balance between work and personal life um, at the same time. So the pandemic has forced the family unit to become more flexible, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, I can have lunch with the kids um, from one to two. I can also get a 3K run in before I start work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that allows me to also work later in the evening if I require. Um, okay. and, and I can work with my colleagues after hours on MS Teams if we have a okay. deadline that needs to be met urgently. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've also rediscovered some of my personal um, favorite hobbies, baking. Um, and I achieved what I thought was impossible in April this year, when I successfully baked a rainbow cake for my daughter. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, apart from that, for myself, um, I've also made time to further my my education in 2020. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. I'm now two thirds of the way through completing my CFP designation. Um, oh, so that's right. been a very strong point for me um, in that I've also been able to focus on my personal growth um, on an educational and intellectual level as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it sounds like you're doing a lot, honestly. <laughs> you know, despite despite having so much of time constraints and, and demands from a workload, I mean, there's just still be able to say that there's so much that you're learning, growing um, from all sources of capital, home capital, intellectual capital. I mean, I think that's wonderful. So well done. Congratulations on that. And, and you know, when you when you think about where you are now and pre-COVID, what what habits do you think you're going to toss, you know, going forward from from pre-COVID days? What's not going to be part of your lifestyle going forward? Yeah. Um, so I think for me, um, it was the structured approach to life is that we were all in this rat race, um, mm. working in eight to five. You need to get to school by eight o'clock um, and then leave work by five, five thirty to get home to a demanding family. I think it's. It's now been broken down. We're now seeing that our time is now more fluid, mm-hmm. more flexible. And that's actually allowed me to be more productive and efficient because I now have more time. Um, I'm less tired. I'm not traveling as much um, anymore. Mm-hmm. And and I took for granted how how much it took out of you from just, you know, navigating Johannesburg traffic on a daily basis. Um and that's given me more time, but it's actually, it's given me productive time. Yeah. And that I'm now able to utilize that um, and and actually get more done during the workday. Right, right. I, I love how you're distinguishing time into productivity time versus sort of dead time. You know, things that yeah. we would previously see as dead time being yeah. so useful and productive. And, and like you saying, you know, you're able to fit in so much more in as a result. It, it's quite a mindset shift, actually, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, wonderful. Uh, and I mean, uh, that's obviously one of the key lessons that you've taken away. But maybe let's sum up a few of your other key lessons for for this past year thus, thus far. So, look, for me, it's about time management, right? <laughs> 
uh, I think that was kind of where I needed That's to That's sort of one of the key ones, yeah. Time yes, management. Yeah. Time management, okay. especially because you've got so many things you need to juggle as a mom yeah. or as any parent, right? Let's not just keep it mm-hmm. to being a mom, but, you know, yeah. dads out there have to go through the same thing. Absolutely. Um, so it's about creating a safe and happy environment for yourself and for your family, right? Mm-hmm. That that's, that's our main focus in life, right? Yeah. Um, and so for me, time management has been the key learning point for 2020. Um, and also the fact that I'm a people person, I'm still energized from talking to people, but not necessarily face to face. I can see them face to face in a team's meeting and we can do coffee, but not as often. Right. <laughs> um, or you do coffee or, via teams, I suppose. Or you do coffee via teams. Um, yeah. or, or you can have a presentation and you can do one successfully on MS Teams and still win the mandate. Um, for me, that was something that was an eye opener in that you don't necessarily have to be in that boardroom to persuade someone um, and to show them that I'm credible. I have a great offering and 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 I can help to meet your needs going forward. Mm-hmm. Important, important, because um, a lot of a lot of industry operates on this assumption that, you know, face to face is the only way to go. And yeah. and what you're suggesting very successfully done is that, well, we can alter that and we can do something that's a little bit different, but can still get the job done very well. Yes. Face to face, being in an office environment mm-hmm. um, doesn't necessarily mean that you're efficient or more clued up than someone who's working from home and still plugged into their investment team. And, and still understanding what their team's actually doing and what their competitive advantage is for you to be able to articulate that to a client. All of those different things can be put together and you can have a conversation about it on Teams. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. That's awesome. All right. Now, I mean, we're already towards the end of our chat, but I mean, it's been fascinating just to see the trajectory of, you know, your sort of personal growth as well and some of the key things that you've, you know, sort of taken on board, the the positivity and the the wonderful mindset with which you've, you know, approached this year, despite the constraints and the demands, and, and that you're sort of emerging going into 2021 with, you know, some some new weapons in your arsenal in a way of, of how to manage and, and make sure you're more productive. So I think that's that's very important. So, you know, as we as we end off, um, maybe share with us uh, what pivotal piece of advice you'd be able to give women or parents, um, you know, who are just doing it all. We're who are in the same sort of spot as you, but possibly, you know, not as not at the stage where you're at. What? What would help them um, to, to feel um, good and and balanced going into 2021? I'd say, you know, persevere. Persevere towards your goals. Um, make time for yourself and make guilt-free time for yourself. So, I mean, many of us, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, is that um, if you want to make time for yourself, you think about the kids and how will they cope without me or, or will they cope with the other parent and should I leave them with the caregiver um, or at aftercare for an extra hour? Um, and I think the answer to that is yes, um, because a happy parent is a happy child and a happy household. Um, and a parent who is fulfilled in all aspects of their life um, can achieve anything. Um, so please give yourselves that opportunity um, and make time for yourself. Mm. 
That's wonderful. Wonderful advice. Guilt-free time. I love it. (laughs) Nelanie, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you once again so much for joining us on the show. Thank you very much for having me, Arati. An absolute pleasure talking to you as always. As always. Take care. We'll chat again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. If you like what you heard, rate the episode and podcast and feel free to write a review. Plus, of course, share with others too. I love talking around topics like these. So if you like my perspective or insight on a subject close to your heart or something that you're grappling with, reach out to me in your comments or send me an email via my website or connect with me via LinkedIn, Instagram or Facebook. All my social media are on the podcast information. If it's important to you, then it's important to me. So happy listening to the Inspire Your Life podcast and catch you soon on the next episode. Bye.